Welcome back to episode 48 of the Practice of Being Seen podcast. This is a collection of curated discussions for therapists and anyone interested in deep restorative transformation through the lens of relationships. I'm your host, Rebecca Wong, Relationship Therapist. I believe that when you truly see yourself, you create a ripple effect that allows you to be the change you wish to see in the world. And that invites everyone around you to do the same. This is the basis of my signature method, connectfulness. I invite you to make space to see yourself. And here's a little warning. This might lead to deeper intimacy, less fear, and more bold action. Are you ready to deepen your practice and be seen? The information on this podcast is not a substitute for help from a licensed mental health professional. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to the Practice of Being Seen podcast. This episode is going to find you in between the holidays right before the new year, right before January 1st, 2018. So here we are at the very end of December 2017, and Many are celebrating holidays and immersing themselves with family. I know I'm doing just that. We are opening up our house to family starting tonight. They actually arrived as I started recording and I had to start over. And I'm going to be seeing more and more family coming in. And this time of year is bittersweet for me. 19 years ago, I lost my father right around this time of year. So I am anticipating a wave lots of big feelings. I already feel the edges of it and I'm sitting in it, aware of it, noticing it, and receiving guests and visitors and watching my children's faces light up in the excitement of the holidays and the excitement of family and the opportunity to slow down. We're expecting a little snow and just to take in the magic of the season. You know, this is where we go from dark to light. We just celebrated the solstice and the shortest night of the year. And from here, we start expanding and letting more light in each day. And this is a time where many of us are opening our hearts and welcoming in family or visiting family, or maybe our hearts are not so open. And that's the work of this. That's what we're here to talk about. You know, Ram Dass says, if you think you're enlightened, go visit your family. Because this is the truth of it, our family is perfectly positioned to stick it to us, to get those spots that, ouch, they hurt, right? They also may know how to hold us. And just like our family, our partners, our lovers, our significant others, they're perfectly positioned to kind of help us see those growth. I know that for a long time in my life, in my relationship, in my family, The times when my husband and I would have opportunities for the biggest fights and the most massive amounts of growth always followed a visit with one of our families. We were just ripe for it, all opened and either triggered or exposed or soft and vulnerable, maybe stronger, maybe not. Because the truth is that all of us, every single one of us, me, you, We all have stories that we grew up with, and those stories affect who we are and how we walk in the world and what choices we make. Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning, writes, 
Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is the power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Okay, just let's slow that down even more. Between stimulus and response, there's a space. Okay, did you get that? We slowed down. We're noticing the space between the stimulus and the response. In that space that we've just noticed, there's the power, the power to choose our response. You are now empowered. You've noticed that space. You are empowered. In that response that you're choosing to make, that's where your growth and your freedom lie. Okay, so... We've just broken down the significance of noticing the difference between the stimuli and our response. If we're on automated responses, which is what our family does to us, they trigger us, boom, we go there, right? If we are on automated responses, we're giving up that space. We're giving up the power. We're not choosing growth and freedom. What are we choosing? We're choosing to stay where we are. We're choosing to be stuck. We're choosing to repeat old patterns. So let's slow it down and bring in that space between the stimuli and the response. So how do we notice that space, right? That's the trick. It's how do we get to that place where we're stimulated, right? There's something that happens, it gets us, and we are about to respond. How do we get in there into that little space? Well, I have a client who refers to this space as a relationship rumble strip. He talks about the discomfort that happens here. They talk about the discomfort that happens here, that within this space, it's almost as if you're drifting off to the side of the road and you just kind of cocked back to alertness. There's something that kind of happened there that maybe it didn't feel right. I mean, this is at least the moment where you're starting to notice it doesn't feel good and you want to change it. You want to make a choice. You want something to be different. So how do you get there, right? You've got to tune into this moment. You have to make tuning into this moment conscious. This is the work of connectfulness. It's getting to this point where you start to see that you have the power, where you start to notice that it's in these relationships and the relationships that you hold dearest to you, in the relationships that trigger you at your core, that ask you to show up as the most enlightened being that you can, right? You want to show up as an enlightened being? Then yeah, go spend a week with your family. Go there. See how conscious and alert you can stay. Can you stay aware of that space between the stimuli and the response? Can you take that power to show up as your highest self? (laughs) See, because you have this highest self and you have this automated false self. The self who has become the response. This is what happens to me. This is how I respond. When things happen to us, things that don't feel good in our lives, big traumas, little traumas, they can happen in a myriad of ways. Let's slow down again and understand that. Let's say you're somebody who got everything you wanted and never had a chance to fail. Or you're somebody who was neglected or abused. Maybe you never received love and affection. There are lots of different archetypes of how our needs are met or aren't met. And typically, (laughs) if you're someone who's struggling a little bit to receive love or to give love, there's a place within you where things were maybe not met so well. 
there's some healing to do. And we do that healing in relationships with others. Because what happens to us is when we get triggered, we go into either fight, flight, or freeze mode. You've all heard that. Or submit or attach or clingy mode, right? So we're either going to fight, we're going to get scared and anxious and run away. We're going to freeze and just kind of withdraw and shut down. We're going to submit whatever you want. Sure. I give up my right to be myself. (laughs) Or we're going to get really super clingy and enmeshed and codependent. These are responses. So when you notice these responses happening, these are things that don't necessarily feel good. These are the relationship rumble strips. When you notice these happening, this is your opportunity to slow it down and to come back to the power to choose your response to be your most enlightened self, to claim your growth and your freedom. Okay, I hope you're all enjoying (laughs) that little heady bit, but I also think that this is the space that we're all striving for in relationship because when we want to go out and we want a better world, right? How many of us right now are feeling some anxiety about the state of the world around us. And we want to change it, right? And we feel powerless. We don't necessarily feel free, right? It's that same stuff. Fight, flight, freeze, submit, attach. Something's going on there. We're having some kind of response in the same way. We need to slow this down. We get to choose our response. How are we going to respond to this crazy world around us? Well, I'm going to implore that you start within yourself. Stop looking out there. Stop blaming. Look inside of you. What can shift? How can you become your highest self? And how can you do that at this time of year? How can you bring the most light into the world in these dark days, during the holidays, when you may or may not be with your family, be with people who trigger you? (laughs) How can you show up and be your best self? How can you be super conscious? of you in relationships. So that's what I give you this week. I'm going to keep this episode a little on the shorter side, and I'm going to let you go get back to that family of yours, or that downtime, or that deep call for white space. Maybe you're reading some amazing books. Maybe you're journaling. Maybe you're visioning into your 2018. Gosh, there are so many amazing things that you can be doing right now when you slow down and notice that space. Claim it for yourself. I'd also love to invite you to join the Pobscast community. You can visit the website practiceofbeingseen.com and go to community. You can also join our conversation on social media by using the hashtag Pobscast. I always love your questions and your feedback. You can email me at practiceofbeingseen.com at gmail.com. And if you're interested in working with me, there's a link in our show notes where you can learn more about my therapy or mentorship services or my individualized couples retreat experiences. And if you want some help diving really deep into building a conscious relationship with your beloved, this Valentine's Day at Menla Mountain Resort, I'm going to be co-facilitating a amazing retreat called Divine Mirrors, the Valentine's Couples Relationship Retreat at Menla Mountain Resort. It's an amazing container for doing just that, for diving in 
and exploring conscious relationships from so many different angles. You'll have workshops with me. You'll have an amazing spa experience and a ton of other workshops and yin yoga and all these other ways of just really getting conscious about how you're showing up in relationships. I'll be leading this retreat with Chisti Dryden and Michael Burbank. You can learn more by following the link in our show notes. The Practice of Being Seen podcast is produced by me, Rebecca Wong, along with the support of my amazing behind-the-scenes team, Nicole Stevenson and Christy Hausler. Music by Chris Farris Jr. and Sr., produced by Kidney Stone Studio. We hope that you enjoyed the show and will join us next week for another episode of The Popscast, brought to you by Connectfulness. <laughs>